0: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that pays tribute to people of the past by telling their stories today. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're talking about the tragic fate and enduring legacy of the infamous Titanic. The day was April 10th, 1912. The RMS Titanic departed from Southampton on its doomed maiden voyage to New York. Passengers began boarding at 9.30 a.m., and the ship set sail from White Star Dock a little under three hours later. The voyage began, forebodingly enough, With a near collision right there in the harbor. The Titanic displaced a massive amount of water when it set out from the dock, so much, in fact, that the resulting wave broke another ocean liner free from its moorings and sent it careening straight toward the Titanic. Luckily, a nearby tugboat was able to pull the ship out of the way in time, allowing the newly launched Titanic to continue with only a brief delay. Later that evening, It stopped at Cherbourg, France, to pick up additional passengers and cargo. Then, the ocean liner continued on to Queenstown, Ireland, and shortly after 8pm that night, it sailed out into the Atlantic to begin the main leg of its ill-fated journey. You don't need me to tell you that the Titanic never reached its destination. It struck an iceberg just before midnight on April 14th and sank beneath the surface of the water less than three hours later taking with it the lives of more than 1,500 passengers and crew. When it happened, people around the world were captivated by the tragedy of the Titanic, and well over a century later, many of us still are. In fact, on the disaster's 100th anniversary, Smithsonian reported that Titanic was the third most recognized word in the world, right behind God and Coca-Cola. Interest in the story has waxed and waned over time, but it remains one that we always seem to come back to. One of the main reasons people have stayed so invested in the Titanic is the ship itself. Most of us know that at the time, it was the largest ocean liner ever constructed, and more broadly, the largest man-made moving object in the world. At around 880 feet long and 174 feet tall, including the smokestacks, The ship was as long as three American football fields and as tall as a 17-story building. It also had many unique features that added to that sense of grandeur and luxury. For example, Titanic was one of the first ships to have electric lights in all the rooms. It also had way more amenities than most other ships, including four elevators, a heated swimming pool, two libraries, two barber shops, a squash court, a Turkish bath, and even its own on-board newspaper. Of course, we now have cruise ships that are over four times larger and loaded with even more impressive features, but the scale of the Titanic has remained notable regardless, largely because of the perception that its size was somehow tempting fate. The fact that the largest ship in the world sank on its maiden voyage has led many people to treat it as a cautionary tale about mankind's hubris. That interpretation is often supported by the famous boast that the ship was considered unsinkable. People often point to the Titanic's lifeboat shortage as evidence of the excessive pride of its operators. One story you'll often hear is that the ship could have easily carried twice the amount of lifeboats it had, only the designers didn't want to ruin the view by cluttering the deck with more boats. That may be true. But it's worth noting that Titanic was completely up to code when it came to lifeboats. In fact, it was actually better stocked than it technically had to be. Instead of having 16 lifeboats as the Board of Trade required, the ship actually had 20. That still wasn't enough to accommodate all of the Titanic's passengers, but that's because at the time, the number of passengers wasn't a factor at all. Instead, the amount of lifeboats required was based solely on a ship's weight, so whether a ship the size of Titanic was sailing half-full or completely empty, it would have still been required to carry just 16 lifeboats. The good news is that Titanic proved just how little sense that practice made, and thanks to all the public scrutiny and Senate inquiries that followed in the wake of the disaster, regulations changed. And the number of lifeboats started to be determined by the total number of people on board. There were actually several other positive changes that emerged from the tragedy of Titanic. For example, maritime agencies began using round-the-clock wireless monitoring to keep track of ships and to make sure fewer distress calls went overlooked. That change made a huge difference during World War I, when large ships were frequent targets for enemy torpedoes. In fact, the very ship that rescued the Titanic survivors, the RMS Carpathia, was sunk just six years later by a torpedo fired from a German U-boat. However, thanks to the lessons from Titanic, the Carpathia had plenty of lifeboats and a direct line to call for help. As a result, not a single crew member or passenger aboard the Carpathia was drowned. The wreck of Titanic was finally located in 1985, by oceanographer Robert Ballard. Most of the ship had settled more than 12,000 feet below sea level, just over 350 nautical miles off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. Ballard refused to divulge the ship's exact location at the time for fear that treasure hunters and corporations would swoop in to exploit it, an act that he considered tantamount to grave robbing. Of course, the coordinates eventually leaked out anyway, and now nearly 200 people have visited the shipwreck in person. Altogether, those visitors have extracted some 5,000 artifacts, further damaging the ship in the process. It's a bit unsettling to see the final resting place of so many people picked apart like that. But fortunately, the wreckage of the Titanic is now under the protection of UNESCO, and as an underwater cultural heritage site, any kind of invasive excavation is now off-limits. That said, The reality is that Titanic won't be around much longer either way. Mollusks have made short work of the ship's wood. And of course, any human remains were consumed by marine life long ago. The rest of the ship isn't long for this world either. As we speak, bacteria is slowly devouring the ship's iron hull. And as those microbes munch away, they form icicle-like communities called rusticles. That's happening all over the ship, inside and out. And as the rusticles get heavier and heavier, they'll pull the whole thing apart, piece by piece. At this point, most researchers estimate it'll just be another decade or two until the Titanic is gone completely. When that happens, it'll really be the end of an era. Though of course, with all the memorials and biographies and movies, we'll still have plenty to remember Titanic and its passengers by. And speaking of remembrances, Robert Ballard gave a touching one shortly after he found the shipwreck. It works well as a kind of eulogy, both for the ship and for the event as a whole. He said, The Titanic lies now in 13,000 feet of water on a gently sloping, alpine-looking countryside overlooking a small canyon below. Its bow faces north. The ship sits upright on its bottom with its mighty stacks pointed upward. There is no light at this great depth, and little life can be found. It is a quiet and peaceful place, and a fitting place, for the remains of this greatest of sea tragedies to rest. Forever may it remain that way, and may God bless these now-found souls. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays and Ben Hackett for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.